Sugar Series, Sugar Rush, Chapter 13, What They Cannot Have. <clears throat> Leon found Count D lying in bed, curled over on his side. One hand was pressed against his tummy, and the other held a lavender-scented cloth. Leon turned to leave the room. Count D would think he was a beast for wanting to have sex now. Count D moaned and heaved. Leon knew he had nothing left to give, so the heaves were dry and painful. Leon turned back around. If he could help... Baby? Count D's answer was a slight moan. Leon crawled into bed and placed his hands gingerly around D, holding him close. Leon felt D heave again and wondered that his small frame had not been tossed from the bed already. So great was the force of his heaves. Oh, God. Leon held Count D until he had calmed and was simply breathing deeply. Leon gently massaged Count D's tummy. When he felt detensed, he held him through and then continued with his massage. The heaving came in longer intervals of time with the massage and soon subsided completely. Oh, thank you, darling, Count D said, weak and lay flat out on his back. Leon was unsure how he should proceed. Perhaps it was unnecessary to continue. The, his stomach was settled. Count D's eyes were clear and his breathing was calm. He could just tell him. I was a bit worried about you and your grandfather suggested. Leon faltered as he gained Count D's full attention. Leon blushed and cleared his throat. Well, what got us into this situation? I mean, yes? Count D asked, becoming more confused the more Leon spoke. Leon sighed and tipped D's head up and kissed him. D gasped. He sighed, relaxing into Leon's arms. Leon held D tight and deepened the kiss. D was glad of the touch. He had longed for Leon, but had been too ill lately to act on his feelings. Count D gratefully opened his legs so that Leon could lie on top of him. Leon marveled at Count D's response. If he did not know any better, he'd say D was desperate for him. Leon made quick work of shedding their clothes. D made a purring sound as Leon slid down his chest and bathed his belly button before going lower. Leon smiled as his mouth was filled with sweetness. That was quick, baby, but good. Hold on and I'll make it better. Leon licked his lips and dived lower. Count D moaned and raised his backside higher, wrapping his legs around Leon's shoulders. This was surely enough to last a man a lifetime, Leon thought, and in the next breath knew that he would never have enough of this taste, this texture, this, his, D. Count D came again on a gas and Leon wasted no time applying lubricant and entering Count D. He clung tightly to Leon, leaving scratch marks along his muscular back before holding tight to his neck. I love you, Leon panted as the world held only him and Count D. J.J. sat and watched Lord D. He looked so deep in thought. J.J. wished he would say something, anything, would speak just one word to him. And yet lately all he did was sit and think. J.J. wondered it with a sigh. If Lord D would even notice if he left. I would notice, Lord D said suddenly. J.J. looked up to find Lord D looking at him with a steady gaze. 
He had been allowed to sit up propped against pillows, and his hair fell around him as if it had been brushed and neatly arranged. But then again, J.J. thought, Lord D. always looked neatly arranged, even when he slept. Sorry, J.J. blushed. I did not realize I had spoken aloud. You did not, Lord D. said, and no, I did not read your mind. Your expression tells all. I do not understand how you can survive with your emotions so visible for all to see. It explains why D was more drawn to his love than you. Lord D paused as JJ's eyes filled to capacity and overflowed. I am sorry. My words may seem harsh, but then again, it can be refreshing to know where a person's feelings lie. Lord D discreetly looked away as JJ wiped his face, blew his nose. Lord D adjusted his blankets to give J.J. time and found him by his side resettling his blankets. J.J. looked up and could not look away from Lord D's deep purple eyes that seemed to penetrate his being and cause him to tremble all over. J.J. lowered his head and placed his lips against Lord D's. It was sweet, the first kiss, followed quickly by another and another. Lord D placed his hands on J.J.'s shoulders and pushed gently. J.J. moved immediately away, ready to apologize. He looked up and Lord D. was smiling at him. D-chan, J.J. began. He licked his lips and felt Lord D. tugging him back down. J.J. sat on the bed and Lord D. pushed until J.J. was practically laying across his lap. Lord D. leaned down and J.J. was momentarily bedazzled as Lord D.'s hair fell in a curtain around them. Lord D. pressed his lips against J.J.'s, then licked softly. J.J. opened his mouth and thought he would die of pleasure as Lord D. kissed him deeply. J.J.'s hands slid along Lord D.'s back and held him close. They traveled to Lord D.'s side and Lord D. gasped. He sat up when seen in pain. Oh, my, J.J. panted. I am so sorry. I did not mean I... It is fine, Lord D. was quick to say. J.J. scrambled to his feet as Sofu and Clarisson entered the room carrying a tray of fresh bandages. Are you in pain? You're awfully flushed, Clarisson said. She rushed forward. Lord D. shook his head, looking down and away from his father's knowing gaze. I'll return, J.J. said as he left the room. I'll notice, Lord D. said softly. J.J. smiled, shutting the door softly behind him. Leon looked down and watched as Lord D opened his eyes with a fat smile on his face. You okay? Leon asked, knowing from the grin on his face that he was, but needing to hear the words anyway. I'm famished, Count D said with a giggle. He was thoroughly enjoying the lack of nausea. Leon's eyes widened and he sprang from the bed. Leon hastily put his pants on and grabbed a t-shirt. D suppressed another giggle as Leon dashed from the room. Rio paused and backed away as Leon came barreling down the hallway. Is something wrong? He asked, worried that he was going to get so food D because D was ill. No, Leon said, excited. He's hungry. Really? Huh. Rio said. He smiled as D entered the shop. For once, they were both off at the same time, and the children were off in the shop playing with creatures. So Fu is with Lord D now. JJ has left. Andy is shopping with Jill and Diana for maternity clothes. And So Fu left a tray of food for Count D in the kitchen counter. 
I thought it was odd, since Count D hasn't been able to eat anything, but I guess he knew something I didn't. Rio would have said more, but he reached in, was kissed deeply, and backed into their bedroom. Leon smiled and headed to the kitchen. Of course Sofu knew D would be hungry. Leon found Count D sitting in bed, still nude, draped only in a thin sheet. He set the tray on the night table and began to feed him the large salad, saving a slice of triple chocolate pie with extra whipped cream for last. Count D was not allowed to raise a hand to feed himself. Leon was enjoying it too much. He missed Count D's mouth and, seeming surprised by the lack of napkins or hand towels, proceeded to lick the excess from Count D's lips. Count D accidentally placed his hand in the whipped cream and smiled as Leon cleaned his hand with his tongue, sucking each, sucking each long finger deeply into his mouth. D smiled and decided he had never enjoyed a meal more. J.J. entered the police department and walked to his office, ready to sit and do the amount of paperwork they were all required to do at the end of their shifts. He found Randolph sitting alone at his desk. I don't get it. What the hell is it about that pet shop? I mean, look at this. This guy was ripped apart, and, and no one is even trying to arrest him. Randolph was even more confused. He could not stop thinking about Count D, and the more he thought about him, the angrier he got. He thought having been tossed on would kill his unnatural attraction, and yet he still wondered what it would be like to kiss him. He secretly envied Leon, all the while hating them both. J.J. smiled, the smile of the thoroughly beside it. Can't help you there, man, J.J. said with a wide grin and wandered away. He bumped into a tall figure and looked up, startled at Berkeley. Hello, what brings you here? Case, following an investigation. Just thought I would stop by the and visit dear Rio and... J.J. noted a pause. D. Before I headed out to do the legwork. J.J. grinned and handed him a slip of paper with the address of the pet shop on it. Thanks, Berkeley said and left the police department with a smile. Berkeley entered the pet shop and paused as the most beautiful woman he had ever seen stood behind the counter with cropped hair and golden eyes. Um, hi. I was told that I would find detectives Randy McLean and Dee Leitner here, he said. The woman turned and gave him her full attention. Berkeley was finding it difficult to breathe properly. You must mean the gentleman assigned to guard the princess here. Berkeley's jaw dropped as he heard the deep voice that accompanied the beautiful face. They are off duty now and are indisposed to visitors. Perhaps you would like to return at a later time. Sofu said and went back to tallying the day's sales. Berkeley turned to leave the shop and took one last look at Sofu. What's your name? He asked, unable to help himself. I am Sofu D. It is my title of count that graces this shop. Sofu answered. He did not mind being mistaken for a woman, but he did find it bothersome when he had no desire to be so bothered. Truly, he would never understand his son and grandson's tolerance for the touch of another male. Sofu wandered from behind the counter, looking pointedly at the door. Berkeley recalled himself and left the shop, vowing to return. Rio gripped the sheets tightly as Dee grasped his hips. So long, he thought it had been so long. D quickened his pace and bit back a moan as Rio arched his back to take more of him in. 
Rio balanced himself on his elbows and lowered his head, muffling his cries in his pillow. He felt count he felt Dee's hands circle him and knew that soon he would be gone. Dee could feel Rio tensing and smiled. Come with me, baby. He gritted his teeth as Rio cried out and did just that. To be continued.